It's your girl Becky, and yes, I do have good hair. Welcome to my podcast, The Spoken Words. So today's feature poet, we have Kendall. My confidence has reached a peak in correlation to my destiny. Cause if shit's not genuine, then it's not worth mentioning. Fuck a villain. We move like a nomadic village, all in sync, dancing to an African beat. Cause we free, but more than you think. All eyes on me. Light so bright, I forget to breathe. I fight all night, a warrior in my sleep. I come alive in my dreams. I don't try, I just am. Purely she. Pull back the sheets, you see a naked me. No shame, bitch, please. Took time to get here, I move with no fear. Love is all me, ayy, love is all me. Mostly alone, always home, shifting unconsciously. Nobody to remind me, I found out humbly who I am. Don't bring your friends, just the incense. I sense the negativity in your mans. I say that humbly, no hostility. I don't get cold feet, heat stay on fire energy. I smell the weak, pull up to help by says poking. She used to be your beast, now look at me. Pass me a juice, please, I drink that mud. Just because I love the tingle, feel it in my blood. Was alone the blue, didn't see you. So don't dick ride me and my crew, cause we taking flights. Ain't scared of the heights, party all night in the silence. Murder myself without violence, ego death. I'll be missed, just focus on the shift. Straight shot, burning my throat, speaking my purpose. Yeah, ain't never heard nothing like this. Took time to get here, I moved with no fear. Love is all me, hey, love is all me. Wow. Go ahead and plug yourself in, Kendall. <laughs> Tell me what your Instagram is. All right, you can follow me on I am underscore Kendall at Instagram. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm rocking with right now. So go ahead and explain to me what that poem is, because that poem was deep, it was rough. Um, so tell them, what is it about? You know, I was listening to your, one of your last podcasts and you were talking about like being transparent, being raw, like what's the difference and shit. Okay. And so like this poem is like my insecurities, like everything that I was ever afraid of about myself, but I didn't like about myself and shit. I was like, nah, boom, my confidence has reached a peak in correlation to my destiny. So I'm walking in my path and I'm living my purpose. And this is what it is. Well, that's funny because, okay, I'm not going to tell you guys because the next episode will be something else. But um, I remember seeing you at Black Canvas. What? And I, I always stand at this spot at Black Canvas, even though sometimes I'm performing or not performing. I stand in that one spot every time I go. <laughs> and I'm always in the back. And um, it's always by the bar because my favorite bartender is Mercedes. She's, she'll hold it down for me. And uh, I saw you. I saw your whole crew was there. I remember yeah, all your friends. And I remember you going on stage. And I was like, man, this girl has a story to tell. This girl has been through a lot. And I mean, it took her a lot to go on stage. That was your first day perform, first time performing, huh? Yeah, yeah. You ever going back and do it again? Of course, of course. I love Black Canvas. I love the vibes. I actually performed. I don't know, a while back, a piece. And I just, I've been traveling, trying to find different other places to speak, you know, so we can unite as one. That sounds good. So um, as you performed on Black Canvas, after your first performance there, how did you feel afterwards? Okay, actually give me the before feeling and give me the after feeling. 
bruh, I was nervous as hell. I was so nervous. I had all this energy, like, just built up inside me. I was like, shit. And, you know, uh, shout out to the introverts. Those my niggas. They help me get through. They calm me down. You know what I'm saying? They get me in my zone. So, like, once I finally get on the stage and I'm able to release everything, it's, like, the biggest burden that's been lifted off my chest. You know what I'm saying? Do you think the crowd felt what you said? I hope so. I feel like they did. You know what I'm saying? But it's, like... People perceive whatever they want to perceive how they perceive it. And I have to be okay with that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Sometimes when I'm on stage, I really don't hear the crowd until I walk off. And then I get a couple people come at me like, oh, that was a good poem. And I'm like, okay, (laughs) I'll take that. Yeah. So for today's topic, um, lately a lot of people have been wanting to talk about self-love. But I actually, within this, I guess, this second season, I want to break it up. Okay. There's different aspects of self-love that I believe that people, it's not just like a big category, there's different parts of it. So I want to main, mainly touch upon like the process of me. In other words, like process of you, process of I, the process of finding themselves. Yeah. Um, I know within like life, we go through this journey of like, okay, we know who we are, but then there's that moment in life where we just lose ourselves. Exactly. We lose our identity and it's a continuous process. It's like, okay, I know where I am, I know what I'm doing, I know who I am, but then like something happens, I'm like, dang. What's my purpose? Why am I doing this? <laughs> and how'd I get here? So I have a question. Like, when did you realize that you had to work on yourself? When did I realize that? Okay. So, like, I went to college for about three years at UNT. And so by the third year, there was so much drama and shit, and I knew I had to come back home. And so, like, so that's... you, like, left school the third year? Yeah, left school my, the third year. Lost the love of my life. Uh-huh. And then, like, that August, that summer, I lost my mom. And so, boom, all these things stacked up against it. And it was like, who am I? (laughs) Who am I? And that's where it all began. So how did you start? How did you take that first step to find out who you were? Because I know losing a family is rough. I mean, I I have a family member who lost her dad two summers ago. And she works hard she became the woman of the house paying bills being the grown woman you know we were grown already but like being the adult in her household and recently she has been trying to find herself so when did she she took two years to realize that like I need to spend time with myself because I know a lot of people we tend to get busy with our life on purpose yeah so when did you uh, realize that it was time to work on yourself okay so I was about 219 pounds, super like overweight and depressed out of my mind. And so basically I had to ask myself, like, am I going to play the victim? Am I going to sit here and be like, oh my gosh, the world is against me. My mom's dead. The love of my life is gone. My friends are gone. Am I going to constantly be in this mind state? I'm going to do something about it. And so I seen this program uh, called Krav Maga. I hope I said it right. (laughs) But... (laughs) Um, basically I enrolled myself in this program. I invested in my life and I just started working out. Like I started working out like crazy. And when I started feeling the energy, that's when I started to feel the pain, the pain. Like I can't run from the pain when I'm doing 30, 40 pushups and I'm trying to get stronger. It's the same thing with your emotional pain, your mental, your mental pain and your physical pain. Right. Yeah. So at Black Canvas, did you actually recite a different poem talking about this? I think you remember talking about, um, I know you talking about how you, 
used to weigh a certain pound and oh yeah that's day. ego yeah. death ego okay, death. okay. Yeah. so is that like pertaining to the process of you after your mom's death yes exactly so you, do you want to explain how that poem came about like what was the process of writing that poem so the process of writing this poem was this i was in a relationship with this guy named richard theodore okay. streeter and i would say his own name and basically i ended up cheating on him with my best friend for about three years okay so the whole process of that guilt trip that I took, like realizing how I lost myself, how I did everything to myself and I have to reap what I sow in order to be a better person. Mm -hmm. So basically I went through the purification process of my soul and that deals with dealing with your pain, dealing with your own shit. And because of the things that I did, I had to learn how to forgive myself again. So this is the journey, this is self-love. like forgiving yourself for everything that you've done so you can be who you were always supposed to be yeah how do you purify yourself <laughs> so it's obviously like broken down in different ways so you have your physical you have your mental you have your emotional right and you even have your spiritual okay so for me i started with the physical and the emotional and dealing with my emotions how i feel that's why i started writing poetry so it's like I'm communicating with myself. I see where I am, I see where my mind is, and I envision this picture, and this is my real life. This is the vision. Right. So, in order to see the vision more clearly, which is that clarity that we all seek, I must purify my temple, I must purify my body. Wow, that's so deep, you guys. <laughs> but that's good, because I think you need that, everybody needs that, even people who are listening. Um, they go through hard things in life, losses in their life, breakups. Yeah. And um, so on the journey of self-love, I'm pretty sure the process of finding yourself, the most difficult thing is finding out who's there for you, who's not. Oh, yeah, yeah. So um, did you have to weave around some people and or spend less time with them? Like, because that happens. Because when you talk about purifying your life, I'm pretty sure you had to eliminate things that were negative and keep things that were positive. So yeah. did you have... Did you lose some friends in the process? I did, but it was like the universe was like, nah, nigga, <laughs> they, they're not in your life no more. So, you know, what? What I, how I found my true friends was this. I didn't have shit. I was fucked up mentally, physically, emotionally. And my nigga Reggie over here, you know what I'm saying? He never judged me. Those are true friends. They never judge you and they help you any way that they can from their perspective. And if you open enough and you're not, you don't have that pride, you can actually hear. And you'll be like, damn, these are my niggas, bro. They got my back. I didn't have no money. You know what I'm saying? I was in the car. I slept in the car like, nigga, last week. You feel me? Mm -hmm. But my friends were there. You know what I'm saying? They understand that I'm going through a journey and they respect that shit. You feel me? Yeah. Yeah. Are you still trying to find yourself currently? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. It's it's I think this is gonna be forever. That's true. I know when people get in their seventies and I hear like old people talking about jobs that they don't they haven't even found themselves yet. Like they yeah. just I mean, I had a a client who worked at uh, a vinery with wine, then she became something else and something else. Her end goal she wants to be working at SeaWorld. And I was like, how do you even, <laughs> how did you even think, like, going yeah. from one thing to another? So I know us, we're, we're still young. And yeah. I believe, like, my time is, like, going to end tomorrow. Because I always think, like, oh, my gosh, like, I'm getting older. I'm wasting time. Bruh. I'm not going to make it. But how do, how, are, how do you calm yourself in that, in that manner, like, that you're still young, that you still got time? 
I'm telling you, that's like an everyday process, like an everyday second. Like, I'm a fire sign. I'm a fire sign as a woman, Which, and it's it's hot. You know what I'm saying? What does that mean? So I'm an Aries. Like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it just, it gave me some perspective, um, realizing, like, I'm, I'm always wanting to be on to the next thing, on to the next thing. You know what I'm saying? If it doesn't work, all right, cool. Like, move on, move on. And I never, like, it's an everyday struggle trying to, like, calm myself down and be like, dude, you need to chill. You know what I'm saying? Because you overthinking, you overanalyzing, and then all, like, anxiety and all that shit. It's like, just chill out. So it's an everyday process. How do you stay calm within a sandstorm? Damn, bro. Can you tell me? Peep me on some game, bro. Please. I'm trying to figure that out, too. <laughs> if any of my listeners know how they stay calm when, like, life is chaotic, please let me know. Hit me up in my DM, please. Let me know, too, bro. <laughs> but, um... I know in my last podcast, it's not out yet, but it's titled Poetry Saves Lives. Yeah. Um, do you feel the same way as poetry for yourself, that it saved your life? Absolutely. Absolutely. And how, how did you realize that poetry was your thing, or like your outlet? Because people work out and they're like, all right, this is my outlet. They go running. But how did you realize that poetry, this is, what, this is it, this is what helps me, this is it right here? I just think as soon as I picked up a pen and I, I stopped thinking, it was just like a stream of consciousness, you know what I'm saying? Like I started, I think I started taking poetry seriously back in like two, 2015. And so ever since then, like I've seen how I've grown and how I'm able to change perspectives and it's all me. And it's like, I'm understanding different aspects of myself mm-hmm. based on how I feel. Dang. So can you break down the process of like still like I know you're still finding yourself. Can you break down like where you where you started and where you are at now? I mean, I, I don't mind transparency. So basically this is how it starts. Like I go in the bathroom and I basically usually I feel a lot of things and I don't know what it means. So I basically have to have a conversation with myself. Okay. And I have a conversation with myself out loud. And then usually it starts with me being frustrated, but as I like maybe cry a little bit and calm down it's like those tears are like release and so I'm able to get the pen and write it out or say it out loud you know what I'm saying depending on how I feel I know it's like everybody has their own process but like that's my process and then I sit down like maybe in my bed I may go outside in the car and sweat and I just start writing to like detox detox it everything it's just all coming out but it's like real you know what I'm saying yeah and so but the, the biggest key that I'll give anybody is your intentions like I experience my pain, right? And I convert that into love, energy. So whatever is coming out of me, it may be a pain, but I'm converting that into love. So it's like, it will always forever be. Anytime I say it, anytime I do it, I have to feel that pain, it hurts like hell. But once I can feel it and go through it and then use that energy and convert that into love, that's powerful. Love is the highest power in the universe wow i when i was like all through high school and middle school i was like love does not exist i was like i don't believe in love mm. i got older in college i was like man you gotta like find yourself you gotta love yourself first yeah but uh it seems like you already like kind of like got the whole like i love myself who i am type of thing and talking to other people what do you say to people who don't are there yet like who's not there yet actually it's a process the first thing I do is listen like openly you know what I'm saying yeah 
because I never want to be like, ah, like I'm sitting on top. That's ego. So the pain humbles me always, constantly. Mm -hmm. So when I'm able to listen to somebody, I'm able to like feel myself as that perk, like as when I was that. You know what I'm saying? Because I've been through it and I can relate with it. And I just speak from my heart. Like, I don't even think about it. So I know people weren't all at Black Canvas, but do you have that poem on the tip of your tongue to recite just half of it? Yeah, yeah. And I'll just cut you off so they don't hear it all? Of course. All right, let's go. See, my biggest fear came true when I went and fucked you. I liked it too. Passionate, steamy, and you were a girl too, see. I didn't want to be gay because they say it's an abomination in the eyes of God, but I had to try it anyway. Rebellious, stubborn child. She would soon discover that she has lost her way. And to top it off, I was topping off my boyfriend like the other day, and then I came your way and stay. Cuddling, chilling in your dorm room, watching Netflix, and this was like every fucking day. Confused like a Gemini, Got me asking who am I? Just a girl who gets what she wants. But that shit flipped quick and now I'm on my own. So I'm here to tell you the story cause I had to pay and give you something you never asked for. That's the love I save just for you. <laughs> wow. So uh, do you, I know like I don't cuss in my poems as much even though cause I feel awkward of saying it out loud. But do you think cussing really brings emotions out of your poems? <laughs> I, honestly I do because it's like have you if you ever been in a shitty situation like I, I don't know if we can cuss on here but I'm just giving an yeah, example that's fine. my mom doesn't understand just kidding <laughs> <laughs> but you've been in like a real messed up situation and you got super frustrated and you just didn't know and so you was just like fuck just like that you feel me yeah. it's like energy behind it and it's universally known <laughs> you know what I'm saying yeah. so like but for me, like, like I feel like I need to chill on the cussing. Like, that's actually a conversation that I have with myself. Like, you need to calm down. Like, you need to find other words to use. <laughs> yeah. So, we have Kendall. You already know her Instagram. Go ahead and plug yourself in one more time. Yeah, you can find me at I am underscore K-Y-N-D-A-L-L. Do you have any other events coming up or any open mics you go to that can see you at? Oh, yes. So you can definitely see me at Rhythm and Rhymes. It's in, uh, it's in Richardson. It's Cloud Nine. It's a hookah bar. And I just go there because it has, like, the best chill vibes, you know, like, just to express, like, your raw, true self. And so shout out to Jessica for that. She definitely hosts that event every other Thursday. So the next event will be next, next Thursday. I'm okay. sorry, on the other date. No, it's fine. And I'm definitely going to be going to Black Canvas really, really, really soon. So probably the next one. this Thursday. Word? Yes. All right. So we're going to try to make that shape. <laughs> All right, you guys. So we're going to go to my poetry part. Um, I started this poem. I didn't finish it, but I think I just want you guys to hear what I have so far. Uh, I hate doing this one because... I actually took this part of this poem, the beginning part, from a song from J. Cole, but then I started my poem. So then like I have to sing that part. Sort of. Okay. I don't I don't sing, y'all. Okay, let's try this. This is my canvas. I'ma paint it how I want to. This is my canvas. I'ma paint it, paint it how I want to. I said this before and I'll say it again. 
that if my poetry didn't help me, I hope it helps you. You see, I've taken these thoughts in my head and plastered them in the notebook. I wish I was a painter so I could plaster my thoughts on a canvas. But this notebook, or preferably my phone, is my canvas for now. I was at a dark time when I started this poetry thing. I mean, dark. Nobody understood me. This damn process of finding me is hard. And I wish I was as cold as coal. That's all I had so far, you guys. But I just wanted you guys damn, to hear bro. it. But um, the way like these people are nodding their head, Dennis <laughs> and them, and Kendall, I'm like, yeah, okay, I'm going to keep it going then. Please. But all right, you guys, thanks for listening. Check out my other episodes. Check out Kendall on her Instagram. Go to all the open mics, Black Canvas, and what's it called? Rhythm and what? Rhythm and Rhymes. Rhythm and Rhymes, y'all. We out. <laughs>